real, uncensored. Fucking thing sucks. Unpredictable. You want anarchy? No. Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Only on Ozzy the Ozzy the Ozzy the, Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Dot com. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Your day. How about Thank the Jets? You. Fuck him. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh, those Shindig. were un. Believable. Aren't they unbelievable? I mean, who's been sitting on those? I just Did you get the tickets for rain? No, I got tickets for Shindig. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. You I got a uh, time machine? I think you'd be the perfect host. The hostess of the mostest. Jake Jacobson, along with myself, Ozzy the Sport Junkie, back on the No Holds Barred podcast on a Monday, a recap Monday. Break down everything that happened over the weekend. But what happens if you're listening on Wednesday? Well, they just pretend it's Monday. Because we do, you know, we do have a Rays Astros game going on up at the drop. Unfortunately, we can't get it on the fucking. Get, put your mic a little. Uh, get your, uh, your mic situation. I know. Uh, there we go. Right there. there we go. I'm just a little Meshuggah. Meshuggah. And yeah. as we celebrate the Jewish high holiday. That's right. Yom Kippur on Wednesday. But Meshuggah uh, is a great uh, Yiddish name. I love Yiddish. Well, it's it, it pretty much encapsulates what you're trying to say. It, it's it's ev- everything's effed up, right? Yeah, Meshuggah. You're a Nicray, you know. He's a a freak, a weirdo, uh, a Yeah, but you, I don't know if it's that harsh. Let me ask you. Meshuggah is obviously Yiddish. Is Vakakta yes, Yiddish? Of course. Well, former uh, WTMY program director or general manager Greg Durkin used to say, "I tried calling you on that Vakakta phone of yours." It's great. Vakakta is another great word. I'm trying to get the MLB on my uh, Wi-Fi here, but I can't get it. Well, the Rays need to win, or it's over. All right, so if you're listening on Wednesday, you would already have the results of uh, the Monday game, which is played in the afternoon, our time, which is now 2.30 on a Monday. I don't mean to be that Debbie Downer, but the, the Rays have a tall order in beating the Houston well, Astros, especially down 2 nothing. Well, their pitching staff with Greinke and Cole and, of course, Verland, and you're talking about you know future Hall of Famer and one of the greatest clutch pitchers in Major League history in Verlander. Sure. Now, today, Greinke's going right now. It's 3-1. to one. Kiermari hit a three-run home in the third after Altuve hit one in the first. So it's 3-1 Rays. Again, if you're listening any other time after, say, 5 or 6 o'clock on a Monday, this Monday, the 7th, uh, you know, you're uh, uh, you're way behind. Well, we try to keep you now up to speed. but We're trying to be generic, but sometimes a you just 72 can't. Hour, a 72-hour window we give you. Well, actually, it's a whole week. Oh, whatever. You whatever. What? We it... talk about games. For, look, if we're talk, we already know the results from Sunday's games and sure. Saturday's college games, so we're just recapping them. So even if you listen on a Thursday, you know, it's okay. And you're dialed in. And that's the beauty of football. You could, you could go Monday through Friday up to Saturday and still recap games, and who the hell would know? Who would care? But that's also the beauty of baseball is it's day by day by day. I'm kind of leaning towards the Rays getting knocked out. I hope they get a, ho- a home win. Well, Greinke, again, losing to Morton, who is one of the great picks up, pickups of the Rays, besides the Meadows trade from last year with, uh, what's his name? Um, Chris Archer. From, uh, Archer. Uh, picking up Morton was just a, an amazing acquisition I don't know by if the I, Rays. I don't know if I ever broke that, that math down to you. How the Rays, well, I'll do it very quickly. By the way, it's no holds barred on... This fabulous afternoon with Oswald, the sports junkie, I'm Jake Jacobson, and again, recapping everything and anything, so whenever you're listening to it, so be it. Go with it. And, the, and I'll give you an update, by the way, or yeah, a review on, my, on, on the Joker. Oh, the I Joker saw the Joker movie, this yeah. past weekend. Okay. Yep. And, 4-1 Rays. 
4-1, Marais. Yes. Now in the fourth, top of the fourth, men on first, nobody out for oh, I thought you were going to segue right into the Joker. Uh, no, no, uh, I want you. Later you, on. Yeah, there's a tease. A tease, as I like to call the industry. I mean, you're still, you still are my mentor. How about that Scott Hayes and Jake, Scott and Jake reunion show? That was, uh, was I, a lot I of fun. Try. That was a lot of fun, and Scotty had, uh, it was a flashback for him. We've been doing this since you know, last November, almost sure. a year now. Uh, so we will have him on more often. He's always great because his his recall is phenomenal. His oh. storytelling is, He's sharp is as top attack. of the line. Yeah. He's sharp as attack. Well, I suggested this, Jake. Maybe a Sunday I go over there and watch some football, and I, I bring the recorder, or maybe a football Saturday or something. I bring the recorders over it so he can sit right in his easy chair, and we can record right from his freaking living room. Anything you want, you know, I'm in. I love you, Oz. Except Sundays. I'm ruled out on Sundays. Okay. Well, me too. All right. That leads to my first topic. Which is amazing, the fact that me being a Jet fan, I can't miss games. I watch them. and I I do too. And I I don't want to harp on this because it's just annoying me. They are injured. Yes, I get that. Darnold's been out since, you know, the first game and shouldn't have played that game with the mono. And you asked me about mono, and I'm not sure exactly what it is. You feel lethargic and all that. But apparently your spleen expands. And the spleen, you know, can happen in an accident. If it explodes, you're in big trouble. You can die. So they have to wait for the spleen to uh, reduce itself, and it's very close. He hopefully will be ready this week against Dallas. But you know what? With no offensive line, I mean, I have never, this is a God's honest truth, not just as a Jet fan watching the Jets my entire life, and I'm 61 years old, so it's been a long time. I have never seen a worse offensive line in the history of the Jets, more inept offensive unit more than the Jets than they are now. And yes, they have Levy and Bell, but he needs help. He needs Darnold. And he needs an offensive line. But this might be the worst offense in football right now as this 2019 season exists. I have never seen it more. Oh, it's just god-awful. Oh, man! And that leads me, and you've never even seen it. What are they now? One and one and They're three. They're all in four. They don't have. A they got do, Dallas man. next oh, week, God. and then oh. followed by the Patriots. Oh God! And Dallas isn't happy because oh, they looked horrible last night against Green Bay, or yesterday afternoon. They did. That was kind of an ugly game. I'm sick of all the great, the praise. Sure, uh, Aaron Rodgers is the quarterback in question. I couldn't think of the price discount double check I was trying to do, and I, I froze up. You got so me go now. Ahead. All right. No, He's, it's in and out. I he, I can't hear you through the microphone. He's looking. It's like a loose wire. You're an ele- you're a master electrician. You think you can fix this? <laughs> All right, stand by. Stand by. He says, "Okay, that's better." All right, Kidding. I got you, it. All you, right, we're good. We'll, we'll edit that out. All right, we're good. Okay. No, you don't have to edit anything out. I Just like, let it go. Okay. All right. This is real life. Warts and all. It happens. Boy, I, I edit As I say, shit. shit happens. I edit the shit out of that Joe Buck's page to the point where it's painful. It's a pain in the ass. Well, what is the reason for you editing it? Because you, I just... You, you don't, you're on sir, a, you're I want to keep it smooth as silk. But you, you just go. I know, and that's where I'm losing the real spontaneity. Yet I can take out what I want to take out. That's another story. There's, let me stick with the uh, discount double-check quarterback. He looks old and he looks tired and the Packers look done. Although they got the... What are you talking about? They're what are they four and one, five and one? Yeah, but it, I, yesterday they just pulverized the Dallas Cowboys. Are the, are the Cowboys that great of a team? You know they lost last week. You know what? Right now I don't know. They I mean they were three and zero, I think, and then they lost to New Orleans last week in New Orleans, twelve to ten, which Those, is a pathetic game. A pathetic game, but New Orleans is—they're no easy team. No, man. no, no. As we found out yesterday, you have. This is what we have found out. Although Chicago lost. Uh, yesterday in London, and maybe that had an effect to the Raiders. The bottom line is they don't have Trubinsky now for a couple of weeks, and I don't know when he's coming back. But Dev Chase Daniels, 
who was a very good, solid quarterback from Missouri in college and has been around now, probably in the NFL for, I would say, eight years or so. You have to have a valuable backup quarterback. The Saints, Bridgewater could start for a lot of teams. Sure. I mean, that's the the Jets did him a favor. They picked him up last year. They realized that Darnold was going to be their guy. And instead of saying, you know what, we want a valuable backup in Bridgewater, we're going to let him go elsewhere. Now, the Saints, I, don't, I guess they were thinking, here's our future when, when Breeze retires. Now Breeze goes down a couple of weeks ago, had a rough first game, but since then, 2-0 and and beating Dallas yesterday, and look, oh, beating uh, uh, Tampa Bay yesterday and looking fabulous. I'll tell you, you got to have a good backup in the NFL these days. Look what Jacksonville has done. With the Minkins kid. Well, who and you think who is this guy who's who played like forty five different college guy? teams? And now he's he's like he's on all the late night shows. He's, he, he's getting he's taken he, off. He's viral. He's a character. And what do you do when Fo, Fo, look? I don't know if Foles is coming back this year, but they spent an awful lot of money on him. That's, what do you do? That's three times. Three times he has gotten big fat contracts, and three times well he hasn't shit the bed with a broken leg or whatever the hell's wrong with him. But all based on what? A big game against the who? Our Buccaneers. Well, he won a Super Bowl. He did. Well, obviously, afterwards. He took but them. He took. He parlayed a good, great game against the Bucks five years, ten years, seven years ago, into a big contract. He went to Kansas City. Nothing. Then he part. He took how to get a second contract. He got wound up in St. Louis. I think it was. I, I he was about know. out of football, and he comes back and he gets into the Super Bowl. He called the Bucks that season for a backup job. They said we're good. We don't need anything. Well, you know what? Sometimes it's a system, and maybe that's what works in Philadelphia. I guess. They've won- Look, Carson Wentz, I know, as a talent. I saw him yesterday again against the Jets, and the defense played well, but they're on the field the whole time and turnovers and all that. Carson Wentz is a legitimate uh, number one quarterback. There's no question about it. Absolutely. But talking about backups, look what has happened with Cam Newton goes down. They're revitalized, and Buccaneers get him next week in, in, in London, which I'm so psyched for a 9.30 game. But this guy, Allen, has done a phenomenal job. And yesterday, you know, beating a, a reasonably good Jacksonville team and beating uh, whatever his name is, Schmageggy. You're psyched for the 9.30 kickoff? I Why? love it. I hate Because I'm up. I know, but then, well, if it parlays at 9, it'll parlay into 1, into exactly. 4, into 8. Yes, that's how it works. I don't like that. I like the 1 o'clock starter at 4. Well, you get, you're only getting one game, and it's your prime game. When First the Jets, off. A few years ago, the Jets played in London. Most of the games now are at 1 o'clock, but somehow they are making it 6 o'clock in, uh, in London in right. European time. But in this case, we're going back to 9.30, and I remember a few years ago, Jets played there against Miami. My friends and I, we ended up, my friend, we went to his condo downtown, not far, a five-minute walk from where I live, and we had a whole breakfast locks, whitefish, and the whole thing. We watched the game there in the morning, had breakfast. I'm thinking great. it's going all night Saturday night. I think that's Parlay stupid. Parlay straight on in. You're not a kid anymore. I need you alive for these podcasts. It's my therapy. I know. I don't know if there's one person listening or 500. All I know is I enjoy it. I, I love the shit out of it, man. I mean, I'll stick around. I'll get a nap in before the kickoff on Sunday. But how the Buccaneers got screwed, but that's, that's be- dead horse has been beaten. They go to L.A. and play the cross-dressing Cam Newton. I guess he's going to be ready to play. I can't wait. To I don't see- know. I just want to see what he wears. He's going to be so outrageous. You know he's going to go either with the, br- the big stiff hat, the uh, London guard, the beef eater, or he's going to wear some kind of uh, Queen Victorian dress. He's got some real issues. Who cares about his problem? The Bucks got to get out into that bye week three and three, because yesterday was well. It's a you know what they're we, they're we, not a, they're not a they're not a bad team. They really not, aren't. But they, they've got a glaring glaring problem with their pass defense, and, and now they're talking about 
who's available next year. Jake, they've drafted nine fucking defensive backs in the last three years. Nine! And none of them are any good? It's the hardest position in football. It's the hardest to judge when you're talking about going to, from college where you have some great receivers, yes, and some bad receivers, uh, and also some good defensive line. If you're playing for a top team, you're putting on a rush, which makes cornerbacks look better. It is very difficult to really get a prime. Look, the Jets lucked out many years ago with Daryl Rivas coming yeah. over from Pittsburgh. I had no idea. I mean, I watch college football left and right. Did I know who Daryl Rivas was? No. And they picked him number one, and I'm thinking, okay, I guess they know something more than I. Yes, they got it, but those are far and few and in between or whatever they're well, saying. Well, now is. I'm starting to question that Todd Bowles' greatness. Now, he's done a wonder with the off defensive line. Defensive line defensive is great. Line, they, playing they, great. They, they've shut the rundown. Kamara didn't have the big game that I thought he would, but the pass defense, I mean, you got guys huge, huge 30, 40-yard gashes at a time. You're never going to beat anybody. They can't get off. Here was the biggest problem last, uh, yesterday. In that loss in the Superdome, which is just a horrible place to play if you're a road team. Because when they're up, that place is... You ever been in there? It's I, so I big, saw, it's scary. I saw the Super Bowl with the, uh, I guess, 2000, maybe three, whatever, uh, Patriots and the Rams. There when they go. had the high flying with Kurt Warner and sure. all that. Venetary kicked a game-winning field goal, like 40 yards out with time expired. I, re- I was talking their, about this with my friend the other Super day. Their first Super Bowl. But it, their first. I don't know if it was their first. All I know is it was... a. It, I, it wasn't what I expected. It was a lot better seeing a football game for me indoors than watching a baseball game indoors. See, now, I, I was talking with Lee from Joe Buck's fan online last night as he was making all the hot spot hits in, in New Orleans and getting his way back to, to Tampa Bay. I said he had the overhead shot from the press box looking down, and they had the lighters going and a pregame rant going on. I said, funny how a 50-year-old dump, I was there last Two years ago. Is now they've kept it. It can't be 50 years old. Oh, it is. Absolutely. Open in the early 70s. Um, we had VIP tickets, Jake. And I will describe the VIP section that we were sitting in. It was a fucking maintenance closet with folding lawn chairs. And I'm not even being facetious. <laughs> well, pal. I'm sure. I didn't give it? a shit. When I, was it? It was two years ago. Oh, really? But didn't you like the atmosphere of the game? It and was correct. Watching I, it there? I, it felt like there was 150,000 people in the dome. Not I a bad seat. I couldn't see the top. Where we were at, you couldn't really see all the way up to the top. They have the big New Orleans, they have the big uh, Mercedes Benz logo. But when it's loud, boy, you can't hear a damn thing. So when you're down in there, the Bucks have had some big wins there. Forty-four years, it opened in seventy-five. Okay. You're right. It, I, I they got to be due for a new stadium. That's a hot, hot place for Super Bowls and Sugar Bowls. Oh, why aren't they on the on the fence for we're going to get the hell out of? We're going to move to Montreal. I again, I saw it in when, it, when when was the uh, Patriots Ram game? Two thousand two thousand two three. Early. When did, the, when did the Buccaneers win theirs? Two thousand three. In th- two thousand three. I think it was a year before then. I know their first Super Bowl win came when the clock was counting down, and they're like, we're going to take. You hear Mad uh, uh, Summer all going well. No, yeah, it's so not the game. I didn't, would, didn't hear anything about a crowd. Well, I heard it. I wasn't as fortunate as you. I heard, well, I guess we're going to take it overtime. And you hear Madden going, I, I'd kick a field goal, Pat. I'm going 10, 9. Would you at least try it? You're in field goal range. Kick the goddamn ball. Boom, and through the uprights, and the Patriots win. And you never hear it shut up since then. Boy, you talk about a fan base and a city that's due for a big coming down party. I can't wait for it. The Patriots, the only team, any team that can have the same quarterback and coach 18 years later and still win a fucking Super Bowl is beyond incredible. That'll never happen in any sport ever again. Well, again, when you, when you, to be a good coach, I mean, you want to have a great quarterback. And when you're a great quarterback and stay healthy and be around as long as guys like Brady and Drew Brees and, and even Philip, Philip Rivers, who I, 
shocking yesterday game, losing at home to... De- yes, you know, the whole weekend was so... Good. There were so many really good games and some shockers as well overall. But again, to my point before was backup quarterbacks. And if you're a Buccaneer fan, you know Cam Newton. You know the talent he is, right. but he could be a head case. Do you want Allen, who's been hot and is taking Carolina to a bunch of victories and playing really, really good football? Do you want, as a Buccaneer fan, do you want to see Cam Newton? You want to see Allen? I guess you'd probably want to see the the uh, the one guy who hasn't smoked you umpteen times. Although the Bucks have gotten over on Cam, Cam Newton. That's before. what I'm saying. Man, Would you know. rather play a guy who's been injured coming back, who had a really rough game against the Buccaneers in their first? Okay, uh, you know, a couple your weeks question, ago. Sure, bring Cam Newton out. We'll take because we took care of him uh, a month ago. Yeah. On a shitty night in Carolina that he gave up halfway through. He's just a weird dude. Well, he's a head case he, with an amazing amount of talent. Yeah, he's a weirdo. You know, another thing yesterday in that Bucks loss, and that brings up this point. The Bucks are teetering now as high as I was last week, and I'm, I'm no Fairweather fan. I, just like you, I will watch the Bucks if they're 0-16 or 16-0. I watch every fucking inning, every quarter. <laughs> um, every, every period. Every period, if you will. Um, <laughs> What do you do? The Bucks lose on Sunday. If they go into jolly old England and they lose next Sunday, well, apathy is back. Fan interest is low. And it's the same old song and dance. Story, and maybe Bruce Arians isn't the, the miracle child, uh, wor- the uh, caseworker that we thought he was. Now, that's the, that's the average fan. No, the, but playing competitive football, Oz. They are. Like, I'm saying, you know, they went into absolutely. a 12-10. New Orleans the week before beats Dallas. There's a couple ways you could look at that. The average fans can say, same old Buccaneers suck. Same old Buccaneers are shit. And uh, we, can't, we can't win a game. And coaches after coaches after coaches, and you got nothing. So anyways, Jake, my point of that story is, the average, to the average outsider looking in, maybe your casual Buccaneer fan, they're going to say, same old Buccaneers, same old Buccaneers. But to the insiders like myself, I see an improvement in the defensive line, no question. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, man. I watched some inside. Or the Buccaneers have like their own little team of, of uh, videographers who video and mic up guys sure. for every game. Okay. And it's all available free online. And Dominican Sue, he gets uh, painted as a big dumb bully. He's an intelligent guy. And he's coaching those guys up because he's been there and done that. And he's got a lot of... I mean, he was the number one pick in the draft. He, he had might, a lot of pressure on him. He might not be a Hall of Famer. Would he come from LSU? He came. I don't know. He was Oklahoma or somewhere. He, he was one of those yeah, guys that you never heard of until draft day, and then nobody could pronounce his name, and it's like, oh, my God. Here's the bottom line with guys like this, and you look at some of the backups, like a Daniels. Uh, guy, guy, you know these guys like Ming Shi or whatever his name is from Jacksonville and Allen from, um, uh, from Carolina. These guys are going to be around a while. Fitzpatrick, there's a reason why he's there for 11, 12, 13 years making zillions of dollars because they're very, very capable backups. Right. And well, we saw what he could do last year. Uh, and field goal kickers are like that, too. If you're sure. pretty consistent, it's hard to get a consistent field. When you do, you keep them around until they can't do it anymore. And I got a newsflash. The Bucks kicker situation is solved. Matt Gay's right the now, guy. Yeah. Matt Gay's the guy. He's not going anywhere. This kid is so well, confident. Go- I heard an interview who he goes, he goes, yeah, I missed that kick. You know, I, I'll, 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 I'll make up for it later in the season, I promise you. He goes, I'm leaving this organization owning every kicking record they have. 
That's how confident he is. He blasted a 58-yarder last week. You know, it's funny when you look at Gramatica and what a great career he had, but it was a short career. He went like five or six great years and just like that, lost it. Relief pitchers and kickers, man. That's why you look at guys like Venetieri. Should be, no question about it, a Hall of Famer. Did you see the game yesterday? He's still playing his 24th fucking year in the NFL. He's played more time. He spent more than half his life in the NFL as a kicker. That's incredible. How's he not the all-time scoring leader? He may be. Gary Anderson with a single bar was for a long well, time. Well, maybe because you had Patriots and he, they were scoring touchdowns a lot more than I guess field so. goals. But, but that, you know, for, for looking to put a feather in the hat, I think a feather in the hat would be a 3-3 three and three game, kick Carolina's ass, come back, get a week off, and then the Magical Mystery Tour, they go back to Seattle, and then they go back to Minnesota or something. Horrible schedule. They got so screwed on that schedule. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Well, I'm looking, I tell you, as far as yesterday's game... As we had mentioned before, defense, line looks good. Secondary got beaten up uh, yesterday. Uh, but Winston himself, 15-27, it's not great, but it's not horrible. No interceptions. Yeah, I can't complain about it. The, one, the only critique I have now, and I'm not trying to just clobber the guy every chance I can get. He's, he's really tightened his game up. He, doesn't throw, he had two picks that were overturned by pe- penalties on the Saints. But he's got lead boots. He has no—I've never seen—and I, I won't even say it. Say it. I've never seen an African-American with no rhythm and, and no moves. He has no juke, that no is, jive. That is so stereotype. It's like you just never saw a Jewish person who took out his wallet to spend money. I didn't go there with no, that. No, I'm just saying it. I'm giving you an analogy. Have you ever seen an Irishman not drunk? <laughs> That's another. I've never seen an African-American quarterback with absolutely no moves. He just kind of lays oh, wait, wait, down. Wait, wait, wait. What's his name? Uh, the, the total bust from uh, LSU, uh, Russell. Jamarcus Russell. Jamarcus Russell. Okay, well, even J- Tom, uh, J- Jameis is Tom Brady by way of comparison. Well, it doesn't help either when your quarterback coach is Byron Leftwich, who had the slowest windup short of Bob Feller when he played for Jacksonville and the Buccaneers. But regardless, hey, I can't crack on Winston. He's, all he does is get the ball. You know, I think about that today. Nebraska, by the way, a Dunham Sioux, Nebraska. You're right. Nebraska. Oh, and that's what I was saying. We were talking about guys who can fill. Uh, there's a reason why a Dunham Sioux has been around. Yeah, he's jumped from team to team. He's you know he's expensive and all that. I don't know how much of a headache maybe he was when he was younger, but teams want him because you know what? He might not be the Hall of Famer as a first round pick and all that. Sure. But the bottom line is he's a damn good player. He's a damn good player, and I didn't know what a great guy he is on the sidelines. He's got all the guys hovered around him, Jake, and he's saying, "You got to get that. Dis- you got to get that interior line. You got to go at that tackle. That tackle's going to cross by." He knows all the X's and O's, and we, we talked about it last week. How about, don't tell me he never played offense before because he had some smooth moves toward the end zone. But what a what a difference a week makes. I'm telling you, Bruce Arians. He either had some kind of breakdown after that game. His post press game, his post game presser. Was a little odd. He was all red faced. Yes, like he, yeah. He well, he like, was very annoyed on the sidelines all game. He was, and he came out today saying we got quitters and soft guys on the team. So did that's, he really? He said that. I guess post game yesterday, but it came out today. So let's hope that doesn't stoke uh, any flames. If I, if I'm the Bucks, because I really like Jones and Barber as a running combination, because one really as hits the I. hole and pop you. The other one has a little more quickness in Jones. Sure. I like the combination. I don't think they're running the ball enough. I think they will open up the game because they do have good. I mean, Godwin has become a phenomenal receiver, along with Mike Evans. Maybe they're not using O.J. Howard. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Oh. But those, you talk that and you talk Braden's tight end, you got four Quality receivers. Maybe they made a mistake in giving up Humphreys, letting him go free agent. 
They did. They did work their new white little receiver in. As long as I'm going to crack all races, they got the little <laughs> white guy. Uh, I had hit it. Scotty Miller into the into the uh, action yesterday. There was some innovative play call, and they just here was the problem, Jake. They didn't convert a third down until nine minutes into the third quarter. That oh, ain't going to get it done. No. And they couldn't get the defense off the field, and they couldn't get the offense on the field. And that results in a Superdome game. You're going to lose anybody. I don't care if they got uh, Kenny Stabler in the latter years of his career trolling around the uh, Superdome turf. And, uh, you know, you, I'm looking around. Look at last night. Look at teams that were, you know, who is the best team? Is there any dominating team? You think Kansas City, they laid an egg last night they at really home, did. Sunday night football. How do you do that? For Patrick Mahomes to only score 13 <laughs> points in a game is, is, is freakish. Is, uh, he had an off night. And he, and he, everybody deserves You can't go batshit crazy every Sunday. That kid is something else, man. That kid is fun to watch, and they said it. They nailed it last night. Uh, the uh, What's his face? Collinsworth and, and uh, I'll say I almost said Frank Gifford. Not Frank. Uh, Al, what's his face? Michaels. With the, without the upper lip. Al Michaels. He is the new face of the NFL. The NFL is going to hitch their oh, wagons. Oh, to well, they are. Oh, he's already in commercials. Good-looking guys. He's smart guys. He's quick-witted. He's in commercials now, you know, with, uh, with high, Aaron Rodgers. He's high yellow. I mean, he's very acceptable. Thanks. You missed that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you. I'm trying to ignore you on these things. He's a great guy. And, I mean, you ever seen a quarterback throw against their body? On per, not, oh, he has he, a sidearm. It's the most the, the throw he made last year, Jake. I've replayed it. I showed everyone I know. He's looking this way. I know. It's like a no look pass in basketball. Yeah, I've yeah. never seen it on level uh, backyard, maybe. Never even in high school, let alone the NFL. But a whole, uh, this is why it's up for grabs. So they they're at home against Indianapolis, who who Shit. laid a clunk of the who week the before. Who are they? This, so this is what you got. I mean, a real. I look at the Patriots. Didn't look very good the week before. Got to win because they have great coaches and Tom Brady, but didn't look good against Buffalo the week before. And this week against Washington was kind of like more of a defensive couple of touchdowns there. Boy. I don't think the Patriots are what we thought they were. Yeah, they can win a Super Bowl, but I think talent level, team for team, there's nobody that is really, really dominating yet You're in my right. eyes. You're right on, man. There is no dominant team in the NFL right now. And th- I mean, That's, Rams have come back to earth. They look very pedestrian when the Bucks laid a 55 on them in their home stadium. Todd Gurley. <laughs> Let me lay this one on you. I had, quite arguably, the worst day in the history of fantasy oh, football. Oh, you showed me. and I, I had four players under three points. I had two guys who had zero points altogether. Go for Greg. Not only took me behind the shed, he left the freaking boot broom handle in the rear end. He beat me so bad. And on the flip side, some dude picked up. He had over. If this guy was playing FanDuel, he'd be retiring today because he would have won about a hundred grand. He had two hundred forty really? points or something. He had every single player who went off. It's a crazy game that FanDuel. Uh, it's uh, no holds barred with Ozzy and Jake. A show about everything and anything. It's done once a week for approximately an hour or so. So yeah. you might be listening and hearing things that have already taken place. What can we tell you? Like we're talking about the Rays are up 5-1 in game three at the Trop on this Monday as we record the show. I think over Greg was going to that game and from what I'm to understand if we had the signal, it's they opened the upper deck and it's all sold out. Good. That's what it should be. I, I couldn't believe the crowd in Oakland. How about this, the strong showing they had? That a place that wasn't an empty seat in the house. No, that's the way it should be I when you're in they, a playoff run or a wild card game. Oh, it's also a heroin uh, clinic on the I weekday, see. so that's how they're all to get their methadone now, shot. <laughs> since we're talking NFL football, tonight is a very intriguing matchup in San Francisco. The Browns, who played very well the last game, 
after a couple of losses, Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield, Landry, uh, I think Chubb, is Chubb out for the season? No, Chubb went off last week. Chubb oh, is okay. very much chubbed up and ready to rock tonight. That's a game I was looking at on FanDuel. I that's got a, fun. Had a free play. Five-point spread for uh, San Francisco. I, I tell you, that's going to be a very – Garoppolo, San Francisco leading uh, the NFC West. I mean, They might plant a flag tonight and say, hey, we're the new dog in the NFC. It's very early. Yeah, you know, I went over a little overboard. San Fran is four and oh. Four and oh. And Garoppolo coming off a season ending injury last year on the f- what first play or first quarter of the game last Something year. Something horrible like that. They were they were a mess right after the I mean he went down in the first quarter of the first game, you're right. Very so tough. Tonight's Brady-esque. matchup is very, very intriguing. One of the few. Now, you saw Brissette yesterday, Brisket, whatever it is. For, from uh, for, uh, Indianapolis. Indiana, former Patriot. Oh, he got smacked. He got his ass oh, run around. Oh, man. But, but the Colts are just an ugly team, but they, they got it done last night. How about Frank Reich? He looks like a tired, tired. Like, I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's, been, t- he looks Br- like he's been on about a six-week binge. Think about this. If Luck doesn't retire... Brisket would be the, or whatever his name is, oh, Brissette yeah. would be a backup quarterback. And again, this is what you have to have. You have to have guys who are backups, who are like a Foles was, who are capable of stepping in there and becoming a number one quarterback. Indianapolis, how do you do? You go from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, and although he didn't win a Super Bowl, you know what kind of quarterback he was. He didn't have the greatest team around them, but they were solid. And he was a, you know, a, no question about it, great player, or at nope. least a solid player Absolutely. for seven or eight years. And now they got Brissett in there, who might be the next you know, quarterback for the next 10 years. For I them. thought the timing of that, not to go back in time, I thought the timing was weird. If he knew he was going to be out, you know, he kind of left them high and dry at the, at the altar there. But Well, you said that, and he signed a $24 million. He got a bonus and all that. Right, but he hadn't participated in any of the training camp or anything. So he was dinged. He knew, they knew they were going to be without him as the season starts. They knew Charcoal Briquette was going to start the season. So the, I, these Chowder fans, these Boston fans, they, they just I can't get enough of them. Not only do they, the Patriots and every player who plays for them is great. Antonio Brown, a rapist, goes to, allegedly goes to there, and he's going to be a great citizen. I had an argument at the Hard Rock, where I'll be later tonight in Tampa, um, that the Patriots should have kept Brown. Nothing wrong with them. That's a bunch of whores looking for money. That's all it is. I said, yeah, but with the owner getting a handy and a women's rights group, then we, well, yes, I- we are, or whatever it's called. I don't think you want to be involved in anybody with the sexual allegations. And he's just, a, I'll go ahead and say, he's an asshole. He's not a good guy. He's not a good person. He reminds me a lot of, I don't know if Barry Bonds was sexually assaulting him. I mean, no, but he was just an asshole to people. Sure. He didn't like you. He was arrogant. He thought because, you know, his father was a great Bobby, uh, Barry Bonds. Bobby Bonds. Bobby right. Bonds. You know, he grew up in that environment, and he thought he was, you know, his shit doesn't stink. I thought when, when the, the topper on that was the Belichick press conference when they kept hammering and hammering and hammering because it would just come out the day before all the new allegations. Coach, 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 is it is it Brown going to play this week? No, we're going to talk about I'm not going to talk about that anymore. We're, we're on to Kansas City. Look, Antonio much. Brown is a great talent. Four more questions. He, I guarantee he went backstage and said, Get him off the team. I don't need him on the team. No, well, again, all this controversy, you don't need that stuff. Hell no. But here's the thing, and I got it. You know, I mean, his his rant, his tweets also, I think, put the uh, Patriots and said that's enough when he was yeah. treating about this woman and then what oh, he was doing Jesus. to it and all that. He brought her kids into it. I mean, it's just disgusting. But the bottom line is he came back and also he cut on, on Kraft because Kraft had the allegations of the sexual before the Super Bowl last year in Miami. So right. you know what? 
I, I I don't know if you know again immature guy, but tit for tat, he went after him. I'm 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 no psychic, and I'm certainly no financial genius. But I'm going to go ahead and out of on a limb and say he's going to wind up dead ass broke. <laughs> he's just be- burning through money, and as soon as when your income's up here and you live up here, your income comes out here. He's going to go through the floor. No doubt about You're it. You're going to read about him and not in good ending. No doubt about but it. Not a good ending. I love how he came out a very seven year old child of him to say I didn't want to play in the NFL anyway. It's a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah, I'll bet. Yeah, I'll bet you Bought didn't want you that. Bought you a big house, got you a lot of women. Yeah, and, you, uh, a big house, you could bring in all the women you want and just yeah. whip your crank out in their face and don't say, like what's him. up? Don't what's like up, him. honey? He's yeah. an asshole. And he's got it. And I don't think an arena team would sign him if, if there isn't arena football anymore. All right, Brissett, just so you know, he's 26 years old. Uh, he was a uh, played quarterback at Florida before transferring to NC State, so came from good background there. Was drafted by the Patriots in the third round of the 2016 NFL Draft. So Indianapolis picked him up, and um, it's been a blessing in disguise having him there ready uh, in the wings, and luck retires, and now uh, Indianapolis is a solid football team. And to go into Kansas City last night on Sunday Night Football and beat them the way they did also give the defense a lot of credit. You know, maybe not having Hunt on that team anymore with Kansas City because of his own sexual allegations and all the stuff that went down with him. I'll tell you, maybe it's hurting. That's how good Hunt was, I guess. I don't know. He was leading the league in rushing. How about your boy Jamison Crowder? It's not to beat a dead horse or hurt you even more. I picked this stiff up as don't a high put it on him. trap. He's not doing anything. It's not about him. You're right. There's no quarterback. There's no quarterback. There's no offensive line. Now, will things improve drastically when Darnold comes back? No. But they will improve because he's a smart young quarterback who also can maneuver out of the pocket because you need that this day and age. Well, needless to say, I fired my entire staff this morning. General manager and coach were gone for the third. So you're done. I fired myself for the third straight season. And I'll take over as interim coach for the remainder of the season. I've got trades out there. I've got waiver wire deals. I'm trying to get something together because I have Mahomes. I have Godwin. I've got some pieces. I have Brady in the pocket. When a quarterback goes down, I'm holding on to him as a, just a hope. Just a hope. This leads to the topic, Jake. And I, it, uh, Eight this, to one raise. I, I love that, baby. This is absolutely amazing. That's a great one. And then the next game would be what? You don't happen to have a scheduler, do you? I can pull, pull it up right While now, you're pulling friend. that up, I'll bring up this topic that was on Joe Buck's fan. I'll tell you what. If you want to look at some, uh, some different angles of yesterday's Buck loss, pro and con, go on JoeBucksFan.com because they really they hit it heavy and they got some really good stuff as far as uh, Coach Arian saying if OJ wants to block, he'll get more balls. He's already calling out OJ Howard saying he's not a team player. He's not blocking. A lot of shit. This went. is not good. Yeah, this is not good. I mean, this is your number one pick out, a couple years out today. Ago. He's not doing anything. Another one of my fantasy guys who scored the big goose egg. He got some catches. You think he was going to get some momentum going. Uh, he got it. Not many targets yesterday. How about Mike Evans not being targeted at all? It was kind of weird. But 65 straight games, he caught a pass. He wasn't even targeted once. But they, these things happen. Look, you're right. I said a competitive 6-10. and 10. Hey, they're right on pace for it. They're competitive. And if they win three more games, uh, it's four more games, sure, I'd be. It's a lot. I'd like to see a couple more in the uh, W column, but that leads to this. Well, two points. I'll just get to the one now. What do you do, Jake, if your team in week five is pretty much shit the bed? Do you turn to maybe watching? Of course, you're going to watch your Jets, and I want to watch my Bucks. But it definitely puts a pin in the big tire of your, or your oh, balloon I, for the season. I, look, the, you're not excited to watch your Jets right now. Buccaneers are a different team than the Jets. I mean, they're competitive. They have two wins. They're not 
out of the wild card race whatsoever. Sure. So you, I got a team that's 0-4. They're playing Dallas this week, who's mad, and they're playing Patriots after that. They're going to probably be 0-6. Let's just count that in. I'm looking for everybody to get healthy, mostly on the defensive side, who they picked up as you know their main linebacker from, uh, from Baltimore. And two years ago, they got Avery Williamson, who's off out for the season. But I'm looking for next year. So I want to see improvement as the season goes on, like any fan. But will I switch it off? Will I have it on my direct TV, on my iPad, and have another game going on as well? Yes, I can. When their offense has the ball right now, it is really sickening to watch. I get so nauseous. It's yeah. so boring. It's like watching paint dry, and I want to watch it. Do you ever do this, Jake? I don't know. If we've discussed it before, but I haven't brought this up in a while. I used to be a heavy-duty napper. I'd nap anywhere, anytime, anyplace. Can't watch football I wake, when I'm watching football. I wake all week for my Bucks 1 o'clock kickoff or 4 o'clock. And by the second quarter, I'm like, I can't keep my freaking eyes open. I don't know if it's horrible football. I don't know if I went too heavy on the, on the bean dip prior to kickoff. But it's, I've, I've had that problem for years, and I found myself, that Giants game, you know, we're cruising up by 17 points, and I woke up, and what, what, what day is it? And there you goes. You fell asleep. <laughs> at halftime. I took a, a little news. Yeah, but somebody anonymous. has to wake you up in 15 minutes. L Squared went to the goddamn store. She came back four hours later. I said, what did you leave town? <laughs> Don't, I see, said, what the fuck? Not, we were no, going to no, stay. No, no, no. You're not. Okay, so she. my wife does that too. Emma goes out. I'll be back. I'm going. When she says she's going shopping, that means there Goodbye. could be shoes involved and oh, all that. That's a four-hour process, yeah. which is great. I'm fine with that. If I'm nodding out, Siri, wake me up in 15 minutes. Boom. I'm all. It won't happen. I won't go to sleep. But if it, if I felt that way, I would ask my phone to wake me up. That's a pretty good idea. You can just do that, Siri. Yeah. Set your alarm. I try set, to set my, my alarm. alarm. My alarm on my phone sucks. It doesn't. It wouldn't wake up anybody. No, it, it wakes you up. By the way, a tomorrow. Screaming, grant, grant, grant. There will be a game. I'm I'm predicting. We're in the uh, what inning is it? It uh, doesn't tell me. Uh, they're in there at fourth end of the fourth. Eight one Tampa Bay. Nice. If game four necessary, which it probably will be tomorrow afternoon at four fifteen. Oh, really? All right. And tonight the Yankees play Minnesota. Who's pitching in that game? Looking at Paxson against Undetermined for the man. Maybe look at the no, game tonight for is, 11. No, tonight is Severino against Odorizzi. My Former apologies. Rays tonight. I was looking at the wrong date. You're I'm right. in. How about a full slate, a full card of games? Atlanta-St. Louis currently going at it. Dodgers-Washington. Boy, the poor, uh, the poor Nationals. They play well all season but never get it done. Could you see this? They have the most underrated ball player in in baseball and Rendon. Oh, he's a, he's a, a, he's a stud. He's a stud. Speaking of uh, what's going to be a sweepstakes as soon as the season ends, if not before, Joe Madden let go by the Cubs. I think it's a, a, an asinine move. The, the fact that the Cubs said, we got to meet the high expectations of our fans. You've sucked for 100 years. This guy won the World Series. He didn't sign Hugh Darvish. He didn't bring in all these aging veterans. Sure, they've gone downhill. They choked away a lead. Big goddamn deal. And then they give him praise and say, like he died or something. What was the reasoning? Thanks, thanks for being here, Joe. Because now we're going to go back to an endless circle of idiots, well, boobs, and clowns. They won't win a World Series in my lifetime. I'm glad I saw it. Oh, stop. First, hold on. There's no way. There must have been some conflict between Epstein, Theo Epstein, the general manager. Yeah, and Madden. But the bottom line is... They got a talented team. They need pitching. Lester is past his prime. He still can pitch okay, yeah. but he's not a number one. No. You Darvish came on strong the second half of the season. He's probably a good number two, but you don't know what you're going to get out of him right now. He had a good second half, but who knows? 
Uh, I just found it ironic that they would say we have to, like they're the Yankees or something. And who's uh, what's his name from Philly originally from Philly and Texas? Their number three pitcher, um, Cole Hamels. Cole Hamels again. These are dated good. guys. These are old guys. If it were ten years ago, this would be a nice staff. They need to be revamped pitching wise. That's the bottom line. That has I, nothing to do with Joe. He's not the general manager. I agree. The fans there love him. And Rizzo was out for a good portion of this last month or two, in and out of the lineup. It might be time to. Baez hurt his thumb the last two, three weeks sure. of the season in the crunch and didn't play again. So the only guy I'll accept would be Joe Girardi. They're talking about bringing David Ross in, the former backup veteran catcher who was a who was a feel good guy on the 2016 World Series team. He's got no goddamn manager experience. This reminds me of Girardi going, makes sense. He's from Chicago. He played there, in Chicago. And yeah. he's got a World Series under his belt. I don't see Girardi. I thought at first when Girardi left the Yankees that he'd sit out and wait for the Met job. He didn't want to play second fiddle to the Yankees in New York. You don't no, think? he'd like to play. He'd you like think to he go. Would. Yeah, absolutely. Because well, he, he knows the New York media. The media knows him. He's very comfortable well, with him. Your boy him. Mickey Calloway was showing the door. Do you think the Mets make a play for Joe Madden? The angel job couldn't have opened faster. The it, second they found out he was leaving Chicago, they fired that dub ass. Here's the problem with the Mets. is they Will Ponds took whatever beating they took with the Bernie Madoff thing, and that's been the excuse for the last whatever years it's been since Madoff went to jail, and he lost a lot. they lost a lot of money. But the bottom line is if they want to spend money, if you're going to go after Joe Mann, that's top of the line. They have never spent that kind of money where you're going to spend maybe $6 million for a coach. You, I think Callaway was getting maybe $2 million. Girardi is probably a step below that, but they're not going to get paid the same. I think if Madden goes to Angels, they're going to pay up for him. If Girardi goes to Chicago, they're going to pay up for him. So sure. it's all a matter of whether or not the Mets want to pay up for a manager if they want to go to a lesser, a second-tier guy who they think could be a first-tier guy, but get him for second-tier money. Well, there's obviously there's two top-tier guys, and it's Madden and Girardi. Yes. They both have World Series, and they're both great records across the board. As I mean, what, I, I think Girardi is a little more difficult. Uh, seems to be because uh, to he, a, for, for a player, I think Madden's a real players' coach. Where I think Girardi can be a little bit tougher on the belt. Yeah, well, they were an out away from going to the World Series, and he was fired that year. So, I mean, they they. Now, there's a team, the Yankees, high expectations. You let your manager go. The Cubs? Really? What, you renovated Wrigley Field? Now you, you, you haven't won in a World Series since the last one you won? Okay, you've gone down. But baseball, if you're a good organization, Jake, is cyclical. You yeah. have down years, and you build it back up. Look at the Red Sox. Last year they win the uh, World Series, and this year they don't even make the playoffs, and they struggled all year. And they fired Dombrowski. And, you, and we don't know what's happening with Mookie Betts. Whether right. they, you know, I don't know. But if I promise you one thing: they'll be back in the race next year. You bet your sweet you ass. You would think, but who knows? The year they won the World Series, they finished last place the year before. So they, that's a team that doesn't take losing too well. Here, the, the two, right now in baseball, you can talk about the Lightning having the best organization in baseball, maybe in all. But look what the Astros has done. The people they have spent money. Their pitching staff is top quality. They got a, you know, an unbelievable, kind of like a uh, Pedroza in Altuve, a guy who doesn't look like a great baseball player, but you want to put him up in a clutch situation, they're going to come through. And they're both second basemen. And I remember that when they got rid of everybody, they just basically what Epstein did with the Cubs the first two years was terrible. They, they, did, they traded anybody making anything, and they just picked up prospect after prospect, and then it all came back to roost in 2016. Astros is the same thing. They have built themselves a solid foundation. And then you look at the Dodgers, same thing. They have some 
incredibly young players. There's they need a little revamp. You could say the pitching staff. Kershaw is older now. Sure. He's not. He doesn't throw a fastball 96, 97 anymore. Still has great stuff, great command. But as a playoff performer, has not been up to his Cy Young warning seasons. And he, again, he has lost a notch off his fastball. Well. Rue has had a great first half. Second half, you know. So Bueller is the guy, the young stud that they have, who's throwing 97, 98 miles an hour. But their, their lineup is so powerful from top to bottom. They and Astros, to me, even though the Yankees could defeat Astros with their great hitting, but to me the best matchup would be to see that staff that Houston has against a dominating lineup of the Dodgers. All right, seeing how the Dodgers have been in two straight World Series and lost them both, say they don't make the World Series this year. Dave Roberts would then be on a hot seat. I don't now, think so. Now, if Joe Madden, an L.A. guy who coached with the, the, or, the Angels organization, A, for 31 fucking years, and you know he wants that gig, I would think that he would take the Dodgers over the Angels. I don't think the Dodgers are getting rid of anybody. I you think don't think an early well, exit could be the end of Dave well, Roberts? Well, it's this isn't early, early. It's not like a hockey where you have like 17 rounds before uh, you get... It's not... It's one, and then get into the AL or the NLCS or ALCS, depending which league you're in. This case, the NLCS. No, I know. How about crazy is it though that you and I in the '70s and even into the '80s, Tommy Lasorda shut her down. The Dodgers was never talk about getting rid of their man. No, first place or last place, they they would finish have a down year, but Lasorda would have them right back in the up there at the top of the NL West, the old NL West. But how funny is it now that the Dodgers? Oh, Mattingly, he's out of here. Uh, it started all started with Jim Tracy. He lasted a year. Get rid of him. I, I mean, the Dodgers have had. I can't even think of all the managers what? they've had. So it wouldn't be out of the, or it wouldn't be that extraordinary if they did let Roberts go. And the first guy would come to uh, name would be Joe Madden. Well, maybe Madeline isn't a great coach. I mean, Madeline is now in the Marlins. They just resigned. Did they resign him because of Derek Cheetah's relationship through the Yankees? Or do you think Mattingly is a good coach? I, I mean, know. he got he got axed pretty quickly in in Dodger Town. But I no, I don't think they're making any changes now. We'll see how it plays out. We'll see. I could guarantee you one thing: Joe can have any job he wants. If he wants the Mets job, he can have it. If, is, he, if he wants the Angels job, he can have it today. I'm sure. All right, we got. As we said, this is a Monday, so whenever you're listening to it, I'm giving you the Monday rundown. Rays up eight to one over the Astros in the fifth. St. Louis and Atlanta just underway. Dodgers and Washington at six forty, eight forty tonight. Yankees in Minnesota, and a good matchup. Severino was out all season again. The Yankees. As good as their record was, we're playing with a lot of guys out. Severino was supposed to be their number one pitcher. He's out the whole season, comes back the last few weeks of the season, and he's pitching tonight to wrap up the series against Minnesota. Jake, in a situation like we have today where you have a Major League Baseball playoff, which, by the way, since they expanded it, how great is it to have 2 o'clock games on 4 o'clock games? That's fantastic. It's great, but if I'm a baseball fan, which I am, and if the Mets are in it, I don't want a weekday game at 1 o'clock. I don't want a weekday game at 4. I want a weekday game from yeah, 6 or 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock the latest. 5 o'clock is my favorite. For 6 Tia. would be good. Alright. 6.40 Five. is good. That's the Dodger-Washington game tonight. What, what if you're out in uh, California, 10 o'clock start for the two, <laughs> 1 o'clock game? It's a no, it, it would it's be 11 a.m. It's a different world out there. It is. They don't even speak English it's, in some it's parts. The I've time heard. frame. Just think every there's Sunday. There's a new Mexico now. Yeah, there's a new Mexico. That's how many foreigners are coming in. Let's call. stop with the political oh, I stuff. Kid, I, kid, I don't even care about anything. I love America. So 
If you're in now, if you're in LA on Sunday oh, afternoon, your first game is ten o'clock in the morning. Your late game is one. Well, not late late game, but your four o'clock game here is at one o'clock sure. there. When we flew out to Vegas last year, the ten o'clock game or the one o'clock game for us kicked off right about about Albuquerque. And let me tell you something. That flight got lively because every seat had a TV. Oh, I was yeah. running yeah. numbers like a 74. He's got 74. I was like a stock trader on the floor, man. That that flight just goes so fast. Just imagine this. Oh, yeah, it is great. I've had many a times when I was going JetBlue and oh. flying home on a Monday night where the Jets were playing the Saints. I saw that. I've seen the Met games against the Cubs on, a night, on, on JetBlue. It's I'm great. a little neurotic like you. I, I tend to get a little nervous on planes. You know, who doesn't? That's why there's a bar every two feet in every airport in the world. I'm not really, you know what, See, I, I used figures. to, now I kind of like, I could try to block it out, and I pretty much can. You probably can And can't. if I have a TV, it, it totally takes everything away. That's what I'm saying. The yeah. TV is, is, is a basically a Valium. It just calms and soothes your nerves. Because remember we had a three-hour flight to uh, Dallas to stop over to go to L.A. or something, and all you had was the fucking in-flight magazine, Sky Mall. Yeah, you got your book. Oh, you wanted to kill yourself. Oh, no, it was, it, it was very very difficult it was brutal well most of the uh planes when i was growing up if you were going if you were able to go out distance like california which is a a five-hour trip give or take you would have a movie on the plane so the tvs would flop down or movie screens would flop down at least you have some you'd have to watch what they gave you but sack lunch starring goldie hawn but i I mean a left romp any any plane in this day and age that isn't built with a TV is kind of like a car without an electric window. You got to have it. Speaking of which, my uh, my lights he- I got one headlight out, and now all of a sudden my windshield wipers don't work. I'm getting rid of that car. I got problems with it. All right, well, I know gonna, you're uh, I know you're kind of on I'm on a tight schedule for once. I want to tell you this. Just I saw the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh yeah, tell me about this. It's hard. You know, people say, should I go see it? I don't know what your taste is. It's not like going to see, to me, Bohemian Rhapsody. Everybody should see it. Even if you're not a Queen fan, it's a damn good movie. Rocket Man, stuff like that. There's a certain movie I would say, you know, yesterday, the movie about the guy wakes up and nobody knows loved about it. the Beatles. I loved it. You see, to I me, there are some mo- movies you just say, go see it. Because you're going to enjoy it. it. might not be great or anything like, go see it. Right. Whether you're a fan of certain genres, certain movies I would say, go see. The Joker is a very dark, and I, I know, it's just, it just eats at you, but it is so well written. And Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal of Joker is second to none because there's been, a, you know, there are so many comic books with different ideas of what Batman, different, I, how, how my son puts it, I forget, but different types of um, personalities. Lines, yeah, yeah. And the Joker has different uh, ways. Like when, what was it, Jack Nicholson, the original Joker in the movies, he didn't, he be, didn't he form, uh, fall into some green bubbling thing and become the Joker? Right. This is much more well thought out, well written, how Joaquin Phoenix who is a player, his name is Arthur, I think it's Fletch. Anyway, he, his job, he's mentally, somewhat mentally challenged because of something you'll find out in, his, in the movie. Doesn't make us why. bad people. Doesn't make us bad people. So he was, but his job, and he loved it to death, was a, as a clown. So his dress-up and makeup was Jokerish. And I'm not going to tell you how it becomes the Joker and how it develops, but the storyline is very well written. It's just very dark, very depressing, 
And sounds it's, lovely. It's it, but it's it's it again. The movie is well written. The progression so of Joaquin s- Phoenix from this clown into the Joker is well thought out. Well, just brilliantly well, done. It, it's you got to go see it if you're into dark movies see. and you like to find it. You like uh, Batman, even though the Batman has nothing, nothing to do with this. He's, Really, it's no. all about his and his progression. How he comes to Joker. Well, what what movie was Jared Leto in the freaking Joker? This thing is just taking on a wasn't, wasn't lives. Jared Leto. I don't think was ever the Joker. I thought he was. It was. Um, it was. It was um, Heath Ledger. See uh, now that one. That was the last one that I heard. I didn't see any of the coming. Let me check. I, I saw the Nicholson Batman. Loved it. I like Michael again, Keaton as Batman. But it's all Batman and nothing to... I mean, this is Joker. all about the Joker. Gotcha. Bat, there is a Bruce Wayne, and I'm not going to tell you about it. The father is referenced in this because he's part, he's a big part of what transpires in this. Well, I hope they say correct to the theme Bruce that, that Wayne his is, father was by the parents. Uh, his parents what? had an interaction with Joker. Well, yeah, well, that's... They, they can't rewrite the, the history of the, of, the, of the character, can they? It's again. It is this perception of what how the Joker became the Joker, and I think it's brilliantly done. I just don't think that he that uh, George Clooney should continue his role as Batman. I just don't think it's taken off for him and that little sidekick he has. Clooney's been gone for a while. What? It's Christian Bale. What has been the last few? For the record, Batman. Christian Bale sucked. It, that movie was Christian all is Heath a, Ledger. Chris, I heard so much about it, and I couldn't give two shits about Batman. I, uh, if, it, if Cesar Romero was involved, I'd be the first one in line. But Christian I, Bale was a great Batman. He's a great actor. So. Heath, Ledger, Heath think, Ledger was the star of that oh, movie yeah. with the Joker. I heard, just like you were saying, certain movies, it doesn't matter if you're into it or not, you hear so much talk, you got to go see it. And I heard so much talk about The Dark Knight, I said, Oh, I got to go see this. I have to go see this. And I was knocked out, baby. Floored. But I didn't like, oh, just because I lower my voice, you won't recognize me. That being said, well, all Christian Bale was that. brilliant. Christian, not, not uh, Adam West, the real Batman. Well, that was God comic book it. style, Adam I, West. Where I mean, it, real old-fashioned comic book style, Bam Zoom and all that and stuff. Your, and your point is, the, it's no Bat, good? Batman, no, that was fun, but Batman is more of a much more darker I got you. side. But I the know. Joker is real. Again, this is about the Joker. Batman is irrelevant. Bruce Wayne is part of it, small degree, as his father is a big part of this uh, 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 movie about the Joker. But yes, if you're into the Joker, if you're into darkness and all that, I would recommend it, and especially because the acting is so superior. And no, Jared Leto was never in any Batman as the Joker. I thought he was, but I could be. I guess I am mistaken. He played some superhero. Suicide Squad. He was in that. What did he play in that? I don't, I don't know. Is he in some band or some shit? I don't know. What he, I, I'm not up with the hip culture, man. You kids in your movies, man. It's just it's just way over here, man. Still, Sammy Davis Jr. You name an entertainer who was better than him. Oh well, uh, he was—he can tap dance, he can sing, he could be a comedy, he can—he could be an impersonator, he could, yeah, everything. The only guy I put close in his particular category of having those five tools—Wayne Brady is one talented son of a bitch. He can sing, dance, he is. say jokes, impersonations, play instruments. He's a talented guy. But he, no, he is. But he is. There was something about Sammy, as you can do oh, the man, voice and all that. He had a unique personality. Sammy was Sammy. And, and how that song, Mr. Bojangos, pretty much kind of became him. He was that song. He became the broken down old man 
who, you see, I drinks a bit. And at that night I spend behind these county bars. Whoa, travel about. But then his dog up and died. Oh, his dog named Jake up and died. And after 20 years, he still grieves. My mom saw Sammy Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, and Dean was six. Eliza filled in. So you got at part the of the band Pack? Wazel no, you can't. in 1986. That is just insane. Whoa. You weren't in Sarasota yet, but I guarantee you'd be front and center on that, baby. By the way, my mistake Suicide Squad, he did play the Joker, Jared Leto, okay. in Suicide Squad. All right, so I did. We, we both get partial credit. Uh, I'm trying to get all the guys there. Cesar Romero played the Joker. I'm getting all the guys. Of course, Jack Nicholson. I met Mr. Cesar Romero right here in sunny Sarasota. He was the spokesman for Sun City Center, a retirement village, which is about an hour north of here. And I was working at a retirement village uh, as a busboy in their little cantina. And I walked out there. I was like 15, Jake. It was my first job. And somebody goes, some guy's out there selling uh, the, the pitch man or something. And I walked out because the commercials were nonstop. It was Cesar Romero. Come to Florida. We live at the Sun City Center. I look over, Jake, and there's the goddamn Joker. He had a white suit on. It was Cesar Romero. I mean, I just shook out. I guess I said, "Man, I love Batman. I was a big fan." Nice. No, I'm glad to see you, young man. You're a nice man. Hello. He was pawning these uh, condos up there. And so I walked back to the kitchen, and I, w I get goosebumps now. I said. You won't fucking believe this. The Joker's out there. He said, who? I go, Cesar Romero. He's out there. They looked at me and walked away. That's why people are stupid. That's why you and I are friends. Because you say, move. Out of my way. I'm going to meet Caesar." All right. Update. Breaking news on a Monday. If you're hearing this, you know this already. If it's after Monday listening, Jay Gruden fired. By the Redskins. He had to go. Did you see his press conference after the game yesterday? No. He just be, he was begging. Now, here's a guy begging to be, be made an example of. Nice to see Dan Snyder still alive. Remember when he was hands-on on that team? And about three years ago, five years ago, he just said, screw it. I'm just letting it sink into the uh, ground. I don't, buy, I don't buy that. Well, you don't hear his name as much. Once a meddler, always a meddler. I'm not a – you know what? I think Jay Gruden actually is a pretty good coach. I just – I do too. Uh, you Maybe know, an they, assistant coach. I don't know. No, I think he could be a head coach again somewhere. John Gruden got his first win yesterday. He said it was the greatest game he's ever been a part he got of. His, John Gruden got his first win. As a Raiders coach. At the new Tottenham Stadium. Well, they, what are you talking about? The Raiders have a couple of wins this year already. The Raiders got their first win, I think, yesterday. Get no. out of here. Wake up, man. The Raiders are, uh, the Raiders are now 3-2. and two. You're high. I'm not I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, crazy. They're 3-2. and two. Anyway, no holds barred, Ozzy and Jake. Wait there you second. go. I'm mean, getting you bad information. That put him over 500. That's right, because right, you got the Jared Le Leto right. He did play the Joker in Suicide Squad. Okay, I had the I had the 4-0 49ers mixed up with an 0-4 team that didn't exist out there. All right, give me a prediction Anyways, now on Monday. Tonight, San Francisco laying five. I want with the points. Will they cover the five against uh, the Browns? No, I think Nick Chubb has a big game, and I think that Baker Mayfield... And maybe a little Odell Beckham, who was supposed to be some big shit out there. Maybe he has shows up finally and makes a mark. I think I'll take oh, the shot. He's played pretty well for them. Miles My, Garrett is one of the best defensive oh. ends in football. They got a defense. They got a really good defense. But be, I, I like the this matchup of Garoppolo all, and Mayfield. Very similar. They can yes. run when they have to. They can throw on the run. They make things happen. I think tonight's matchup is going to be a lot of fun. And both overhyped coming into their current situations. Well, for good reason. Garoppolo. Showed a lot his first season in San Francisco. 
And what a pick uh, Baker Mayfield was. I think it was a little too much pressure on him. They're still the Browns, but hey, maybe they can turn the corner. And the Bucks will, well, we'll worry about them next next Sunday as we All maybe right, meet ready. for brunch. 9.30, England, Cam Newton maybe in the lineup. Allen, we don't know for Carolina, but the Bucks beat him a couple weeks ago in Carolina. Now they're a home team, the Bucks in London. I'll be very curious how many Buck fans, how many Floridians from from the uh, West Coast, fly out there and spend a, a week there and then see the game. A week? He's a little long. Well, if you're going to Europe, you're going for a week. You're not going for a weekend. I, well, I get on my it's ship on Monday. I, I arrive over there on a Thursday. I go by sea, you see. It's a long flight because it's not a nonstop. you got to fly either, I think, to Atlanta or New York and then out to London. Can we bring back the Concorde? Sure. Why not? Why not they, spend they, three or four or five thousand dollars for a ticket? Yeah, out but there? They, they did away with it in two thousand two when the market was taking a shit. I think the market is back up. You could, I think, a Concord could support itself now. All right, just if it doesn't catch on fire. Was that the worst, worst video you've ever All seen right. in your life? I gave Holy it. God, how's the flame going? It's pretty good. Can I get another? Jesus, we're on fire here. Ray should have a game for tomorrow at the Trop at four o'clock. If you're listening this between Monday and Tuesday. Okay. If you're listening Wednesday, the results will all be been I'll in. I'll pose one last question, and I know what my answer is. Go for Greg. Insisted on going to the game today. He's probably at some horrible seat upstairs. A playoff game. Do you have to be there, or would you rather stay home and watch it on your good, your high-def TV? I would always prefer a playoff game to be there live and part of the crowd. Sure, if you have good Absolutely. seats. Uh, and he, really, honestly, I love the – there's nothing like – a playoff game. I don't care if I have in to sit sport. in the, Yeah, I really, I like the atmosphere. And in most cases, really? thought, the I reason why I like, look, like NFL football, any, you know, that I can watch every game, that's why I like being home. When you're talking about the playoffs, you're basically the only game in town right now sure. until the next game afterwards. Only game in the country, basically. It so matters. I'd rather be there for a playoff game, well, but I'd rather be home. Uh, for a regular season. Well, he insists I go to opening day. I go, let's go to the next day. We can sit wherever we want. No, I want to be there opening day. Well, what's the difference? The crowd. Fuck the crowd. I don't I'll want a crowd. I, I want the crowd. Well, I like a good crowd if I have good seats. If I go to a movie, people, you know, now you have to get tickets in advance because of the way they have it set up because there's stadium seating and the leather chairs and all that. I like big crowds. If it's a comedy, I want everybody laughing. If it's serious, well, I want to feel the intensity of the crowd. I guess it all depends on where your seats are. If you get good seats, of course you want a good. Uh, I want to be there. I want to be there for. Uh, I want to be for a big time movie. I want to be at. I don't want to watch it at home. I want to be in a theater for a big time playoff game or a big situation game that is needed during the regular season. I want to be there with the crowd. Well, I'm going to go be at the Hard Rock Casino in Tampa, Jake. Win some money. I'm going to win some money, Jake. Right. As always. Man, it's, it's just like a flush of the system, isn't it? Just to get that out of your system. Oh, and since we won't be doing this show again until next uh, week, happy, big uh, matchup. Uh, thank you for the happy Yom Kippur. Happy I'll be Yom fasting Kippur. on Wednesday. Oh, man. But the big matchup this weekend in college football, it's a great one. Florida coming off the big win this past week at home against Auburn. Now they got to go. This is why I love the SEC. Now they got to go to LSU. And, uh, again, more ranking changes could happen or will definitely happen. With LSU and Florida going at it, that's the big matchup. Wisconsin and Michigan State in the Big Ten, that's an after 3.30 game. And I'm right on top of it. Les Miles has quite a uh, game plan strategized for that. He called John Gruden undefeated coach. I don't know where I was at, at I yesterday. Know. I was in a cloud. All right, the show's in the cloud now. Check it out on Spotify. I, th- I prefer That's my preferred method because it's automatically in your phone, in your device. It's a pretty good company. But it's everywhere. Spreaker, go to... Uh, OzzyTheSportsRookie.com, and it links to all of them. And check it out, link it, listen to it, share it, like it. 
dislike it, but just keep listening. For Jake Jacobson, I'm Ozzy the Sport Chucky. Check us out next time right here on the Ozzy Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. Now batting number 69, Ozzy the Sports Junkie. All right. I kind of stepped on you a little bit. I don't like that. It's a little too much chorusy. It's a little heavy.